And good evening and welcome. I'm Arlene Bonin in again for Alex Pearson as we get going on the show today. And we have a lot of things to talk about. We have Doug Ford, as you just heard in the news, really doubling down on teachers. And if they don't do what they're supposed to do with the new sex ed curriculum, is it going to snitch line? Well, it's something where there's going to be, let's call it a monitoring system. Today, we're going to talk about it on our panel. And also, we're going to take a look at the conservative convention. And what we're learning, the thing I like about conventions is we learn things about ourselves, not just where the parties are going to go, because they do extensive polling. And it is going to be fascinating to see how these two narratives start to come together. We're going to begin the show, though, following what was and still is an incredible story in the United States of America in Washington. There is still a lot of reaction to yesterday's legal Troubles for the president, Michael Cohen, his former lawyer, with a plea deal. Then his lawyer, Lanny Davis, saying on top of Michael Cohen stating in a, in, in a court of law yesterday that he acted on direction of the president, although he called it a candidate running for the president, Lanny Davis last night going a little further and even today doubling down several times. Lanny Davis saying Michael Cohen knows more. I can tell you that uh, Mr. Cohen has knowledge on certain subjects that should be of interest to the special counsel and is more than happy to tell the special counsel all that he knows, not just about the obvious Uh, possibility of a conspiracy to collude and corrupt the American democracy system in the 2016 election, which the Trump Tower meeting was all about, but also knowledge about the computer crime of hacking and whether or not uh, Mr. Trump knew ahead of time about that crime and even cheered it on. And we know he publicly cheered it on, but did he also have private information? There is Lanny Davis, and there was a lot of fighting back from the president of the United States and the press secretary today. We're going to talk about it. It really is an incredible story. Lawrence Martin is joining us, who is the Globe and Mail Washington-based public affairs columnist. Lawrence Martin, welcome. Thank you for being here. How are you doing? Hey, how are you? What is the feeling like in Washington after yesterday and today, all the pushback? Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's a, a never let let up atmosphere of crisis since uh since actually uh mr trump became uh, president uh but it reached a reached a new level this week uh in what everybody's describing is his worst day uh, as president with uh the double barrel hit on uh, on both uh on both fronts there you know and uh you don't see that very often and you don't see very often when the president of the united states is alleged to be uh, a co-conspirator in a felony by his own lawyer. So, uh, yeah, absolutely extraordinary. The atmosphere is really, really pent up. Uh, people are now talking uh, about, uh, in real terms, about mm-hmm. the possibility of an impeachment before, you know, it was just a, just a distantly speculated type of thing. But uh, 
now there is a real possibility of that uh, that happening in uh, within the next year. There is because the midterms are coming, and we know how crucial it is that the um, this president doesn't lose. We know that uh, often presidents lose a little bit in the midterms, but this has got some dire consequences for him. I I, I also watched how the GOP started using the word impeachment for themselves. We saw them do it with collusion. They knew that that narrative was out there. So they started to own the word, I guess, in, in Spinland, that's what they're taught. So the GOP really warning today against impeachment. Are they they starting to almost use it? You know, I, I saw an interview with Steve Bannon before all these stories broke and he was using it as a feature here. Are, are the Democrats being careful? They're trying to, uh, the GOP wants to rev up their base by, uh, you know, striking fear uh, that uh, that the uh, Democrats will go the uh, impeachment route. Um, but uh, I think the, the, the fact of the matter here is that uh, with these developments, although uh, although Mr. Trump may very well maintain his uh, his hardcore base, which he's had a really, done a really good job of maintaining since, since he's become president, mm-hmm. despite all the... Uh, all the uh, all the crises and all the scandals, he still maintains support in the in the low 40s, which isn't all that bad. But uh, it still does not mean he he will he will maintain the House of Representatives in the midterm elections. And what happened this week furthers the possibility that he will maintain uh, his majority in that House. And then what happens is, of course, if the if the Democrats win uh, the uh, House of Representatives. Uh, the impeachment proceedings start in the House. If they get a majority in the House, they they can pass uh, an impeachment proceeding against the president quite readily. Then it goes to the Senate, where a two-thirds majority vote is required for impeachment, and that would be more difficult then because they the Democrats are not going like not likely mm-hmm. going to get a majority in that chamber, and therefore it would require a lot of defections from the Republican Party voting against their own president. Now, um, and that, but that could very well happen if, if this president is scandal-plagued, uh, declining rapidly in popularity. The Republican Party will not want him to be its leader going into the 2020 election and might very well uh, go against him, you know, if, in fact, uh, more scandals materialize, like you said at the intro of your show with uh, Mr. Cohen's lawyer, Lanny Davis, implying that Mr. Cohen has much more dirt to spill. And that's big dirt, Lawrence Martin. When I saw it, I first saw it last night, and and I know that they've been really doubling down today, journalists, on trying to get him down on that, and Lanny is not backing backing down, and that's an unbelievable promise that he is making. Let me ask you, inside the orbit there in Washington, what what are you seeing? What are you feeling about those around the president? Do they see this as an unsettling inflection, like it's being covered? Or you just mentioned, look at how many scandals this president has has suffered through. Do they think maybe he's fine with this one as well? What are you sensing? Well, I, th- I think they're going to they're they're going to certainly hold on in terms of their support uh, until the, the midterms with mm-hmm. just over a couple of months to go uh, because they can't abandon him be such a, before such an important electoral test, and neither the Republicans on the Hill or the people in the White House. But this has certainly stirred fear 
in them that uh, that the, the, these scandals are, are going to mount. Are going to get much closer because, you know, um, not only not only is uh, Mr. Cohen going to be going before. Um, before the uh, Mueller committee, uh, before congressional committees, but you'll also have, you'll also have the, mm-hmm. Mr. Manafort, who, who was found guilty of yeah. the for, you know the former campaign manager of Mr. Trump, who was found guilty of eight counts of uh, bank and tax fraud this week. What happened there was that gave new credibility to the whole Mueller inquiry. The fact that. Uh, uh, their, 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 their judicial proceeding uh, was a success against uh, the former Trump campaign manager. So it has more credibility going forward now. Uh, and so there's just this, there's this deepening of controversies and scandals surrounding the president, uh, and they are almost certain to deepen because uh, uh, he can't stop the parade that's uh, been started uh, with the developments this week. I mean, he... Uh, he should have left. Uh, he should have left uh, Mr. Co- kept Mr. Cohen inside the tent. Yeah. Uh, he didn't treat Cohen well, and tr- Cohen is now firing back, and it's very damaging because Cohen has he, he has a paper trail, and uh, it seems also that in some instances he has a he has a recording trail, and so yeah, it's very and, hard evidence that that he has. And they don't know what he has. He's bringing the receipts, as Amarosa said. It was uh, all Amarosa just a few days ago, and I'm sure she's scrambling a little bit for the headlines. Let me ask you, what is the debate going around whether or not this president is going to pardon Manafort? Watching his tweets, it certainly looks that way, praising him for staying strong. It's risky, though, isn't it, Lawrence? Well, you know, when when he has been convicted by a a jury of the people on on several counts, and uh, the um, the information uh, about what he did is so blatant uh, and so blatantly criminal uh, that for the president to uh, to pardon him uh, would be uh, would be extraordinary. And um, you know there has been no indication, although Trump has been coming out and defending a Manafort and saying he's a wonderful human being and that kind of thing. Uh, there has been no indication that a, a pardon would be would be coming soon. And frankly, I don't think uh, that would help uh, the president much. His, his bigger problem is Mr. Cohen, and he's certainly not going to get Mr. Cohen on board no matter what he does. Lawrence, is there a sense history is being made there finally? Oh gosh, I mean, uh, it's uh, you know everybody used to talk about uh, you know speculate about another possible Watergate mm-hmm. happening here with mm-hmm. Mr. Nixon, a cancer on the presidency, right? That mm-hmm. you hear that phrase now, and, oh, and, and yeah. now it's now the whole Nixon comparisons, uh, the Watergate comparisons have become very realistic. Uh, you know, you recall Nixon saying, "I'm not a crook." Well, that's the th- sort of defense that uh, <laughs> Donald Trump has to mount about himself mm-hmm. now. I'm not a crook. Well, you know, his own his own lawyer is basically saying he is a crook. <gasps> so that's the level. That's the level that it's reached. All right, Lawrence. It was lovely to have you. Thank you. Take care in the wild, wild world down there in Washington. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. Okay, Lawrence Martin with a Canadian angle of everything that's happening down in Washington. He's the Global Mail Washington-based public affairs columnist. As we follow day two of was the bad day yesterday for the president and today, not much better. This is Global News Radio.